wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. It's uh, Blair here and with Teresa and we're going to talk about something that I feel possibly creeps into almost all of our lives. We don't know when it's going to show up. We don't know when it's going to lurk, when it's going to take away our happiness and our excitement. We just don't know. And I think we're always constantly learning how to manage it and battle it. And what we want to talk about today is imposter syndrome. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's a nasty bugger. Imposter it syndrome. Sure is. Teresa, what's imposter syndrome? Well, you know, what's imposter syndrome? It's really when you doubt your ability or when you feel like you are fake. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a coach, consultant, business owner, leader, like really anywhere in your life, to be honest, imposter syndrome can be come in every, in everything you really do. Like this could even be being a mom or being a dad, right? Like this doesn't have to be just related to professions, but it's really when we are feeling as though we are not capable of what we're doing and we're feeling like a fake. Literally, it's having this distorted view of ourselves and our ability to deliver something. Whether that is true or not is irrelevant at that point in time. So it's really just a few of yourself that's pretty vile, to be honest, because it feeds self-doubt, um, it feeds your, um, you know, like the second, like the second uh, guessing thing, you know, like, you know, should I post this? Should I really post this? Will people think that I have the knowledge for this? Should I offer the service? Should I charge this much for my services? Right? Like I don't have enough knowledge. They're going to think that I'm terrible at what I do and send me to hell because I'm a fake really. So what do I know? Right? Like this is some of the self-talk that might be going on. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's like numbing. I think that's great. See, for me, when I close my eyes and picture, like if imposter syndrome looked like someone, I picture like an old school cartoon burglar, you know, in the like striped clothes with the mask on, like tiptoeing with like a money bag over its shoulder. <laughs> um, it burgles. It steals. <laughs> it steals for me. Imposter syndrome always seems to show up in my life when it's time to celebrate an accomplishment. I start to feel really good about myself. I land that client. I win that, you know, thing. I get that space. I get that compliment. 
and I'm able to celebrate it and I'm getting better at practicing a longer celebration, but imposter syndrome is always there stealing the moment. And it's been getting better over the years. As I've gotten older, what I've really learned is that most people, most adults, like we know what we're doing, but we don't know what we're doing. And that we all have a bit of imposter syndrome, but we're all just here trying to figure it out together. And, you know, that little burglar, when they try to steal that feeling of success and happiness, really, it's just like this alter ego of myself telling me I maybe I'm not good enough, but I am. You are good enough. And it's okay to feel like, why do I deserve this? Not the, oh, like, you know, the opposite is like when something bad happens, you're like, why does this happen to me? But it also happens when really good things happen. Like, why is this happening to me? Like, I don't deserve this. I'm no one. It's like accepting a compliment. Blair, your hair looks nice. Well, thank you. I showered. Why can't I just say thank you? Oh, wow. Like you've been working really hard. I'm so impressed. Oh yeah. It's a blessing and a curse. Like, can you celebrate yourself so other people can celebrate you? Like what, how do we, how do we rid of the burglar? Yeah. You know, I think that's such a good question. And I mean, you know, I do the brag banks and we spoke about this at the beginning, our first episode, right? We had this conversation on the brag bank and owning your wins and bragging is something really difficult for people to do. Um, owning your brags, you know, like owning your accomplishments, sharing them. And it's also something that often triggers people around us, right? Like someone might post that they had another 10K month, or maybe they had a $100,000 month, right? And someone might read that and be like, oh, well, now you made me feel bad, right? But really, there is such an opportunity for us to shift our perception, right? When we learn to celebrate our accomplishments and not just learn to celebrate them, but to claim them and to own them, right? So that when someone's like, dang, like you've been doing some great stuff, congratulations, to just say thank you, right? Not thank you, but just thank you to just like really learn to receive appreciation and to receive that compliment and to receive that, you know, really gratitude also for that moment to say, yeah, I did that. That's pretty cool. And when we're actually doing that, what I have found is we're also that way we're learning to, you know, make it harder for the burglar to come rob the bank. Because when we do that, it's almost like we build an extra security lock every time we practice this, right? And, you know, Perception is such a powerful thing. And I actually just posted about um, perception this week. And it's kind of that thing where it can either empower you or it can destroy you, right? Because if you perceive yourself and, and what you have to offer as something of value, right? And you own that. You're like, we have our incredible program coming up, right? I'm going to use this as an example. Momentum. Six-month business strategy, mentorship accelerator. It's incredible. Like, I 100% believe that whoever joins this is going to get their mind blown and really, really pushes their business forward with our support and the support of all the, the beautiful people that are going to join this program. But somebody else, right, may look at it and may be like, oh, that's, you know, like 
how can these two do this, right? Or like maybe they haven't done this before. So how are they going to run this, right? Like that could be perception. So we have a choice, right? If we hear of someone who's like, or maybe they're interested, but they're like, it's too much. It's too expensive for me. Right. Like I, I don't, which is also, by the way, something that <laughs> plays into this imposter syndrome and worthiness theme, just throwing that in here. Right. But what, what could result in that is you and I sitting back and then saying, oh yeah, must not be worth that. Right. Like letting that person's perception of what we have to offer our value impact how we perceive what we offer when truly the only people who, who can really put a value towards what that is, is us because we can stand in our power and own our value and what we have to offer. Does that like make sense in, in a sense? sense yeah. And, <laughs> you know what? While you were saying that, I had this vision and that really that burglar maybe is actually a cheerleader. And maybe that feeling of imposter syndrome is really just an indication that we're ready to up level and that we're up leveling. And instead of the cheerleader, I mean, instead of the burglar with that sack of money over its shoulder here to steal your happiness, maybe it's actually holding pom poms or what do, do cheerleaders even hold pom poms anymore? I don't know. I'm just thinking know. of bring it I on. <laughs> we can they, have pom poms. Yeah. Like, like maybe, them. maybe what that, what, what, when we feel that imposter syndrome, oh, I'm not good enough, really what we should do is change that frame of mind where it's like, oh, hey, cheerleader, you're just reminding me that I am good enough and I'm in the process of up leveling. I'm in the process of getting momentum in my career. I'm in the process of making it to the next level. Yeah, I think that's so powerful. I was actually someone posted that a few weeks ago and like I was looking for it just earlier, but I couldn't find it, um, which is too bad, but it was kind of that thing, right? Like when imposter syndrome hits, know that you've just up leveled to the next step. Yeah. And I love that. And also it's really, you know, same thing with this cheerleading thing. It's an opportunity for us to claim it, right? Like I made $10,000 this month. You should be fucking proud if you had a 10K month, a 20K month, a 30K month. Like, I don't like the thing is we get so worried about what others going to think or that others are going to feel bad. Right. Because especially in this environment where we're in this pandemic and there was hardship and I understand that life can be hard. And I, I understand that it's not always roses and rainbows. Right. And I mean, you're like a prime example of that, Blair, right? Like you have had to deal with some fucking heavy shit in like, even just the past, like, a hello couple of months like yeah. incredible but you choose to still get up you choose to still keep going you choose to keep putting one foot in front of the other right so really when there is something to celebrate it becomes even so much more important because if we don't anchor in those celebrations it's going to make it so much harder to to get you know, to have that resilience and the grit to get back up when things happen in our lives that are fucking hard. Like, let's just call it what it is. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, you know, I feel like as I've been getting older, life goes by really fast, like faster and faster and faster. It's like almost like the world's spinning so fast I can't hold on. 
And um, I didn't really realize, but I was talking with my sister over a family dinner because we've been hanging out with our family while in Winnipeg. And in the last 17 months, I've lost my grandfather. I had a severe concussion. My husband had a heart attack and quadruple bypass surgery. And I, um, and I dealt with anti-Semitism. I got a severe burn, like second and first degree burn from a exploding coffee press that landed me in the ER a couple of times, you know, to also like learning I couldn't get pregnant to getting pregnant, to having a miscarriage, to losing my father-in-law and my mother all in a 17 month span. But I also published a book, launched a podcast, um, you know, took my business up to a new level of income. I've done all these really fantastic things as well. And I think in the perspective of what's been going on in my personal life versus my business, my imposter syndrome really hasn't been showing up as much because I'm looking at it from a different lens. And like, I know that I'm working really hard and that I deserve everything that I get. But until like my life got flipped, turned upside down, like little Will Smith there. But um, I felt imposter syndrome all the time. Like, who am I? Like, who the heck am I to publish a book? Who the heck am I to be paid, you know, 10 grand to coach someone? And it's like, oh, no, I am someone who's worked for almost a decade and a half on marketing PR and social media. I'm someone who puts in the time. I don't work five hour days. I work 10 hour days. And some of that is, yes, meetings and networking. But I put the, the sweat equity in. And I unfortunately had to go through some really heavy life stuff to realize that. And I don't want you out there listening to us have to go through that. You just need to know that if you're feeling like, oh, I don't deserve this, then you do deserve it. Use that as a trigger and re, you know, reframe it. Because if you're feeling like you don't deserve it, and it's in your life. It's in your life for a reason. It's because you've worked hard to get there. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's so important what you just said, Blair. You know, we don't need to wait for a breakdown moment to have a breakthrough. We don't need to wait for, you know, shit to go horribly wrong for us to claim, right? All of who we already are and all of what we have to offer. And we make it so difficult for ourselves too when we do that, right? When we're like, okay, like it must be not doing this right. I must not be worth like all this self-talk, all this inner criticism. Like it's also really draining and, you know, growing a business, building a business, you know, putting yourself out there, selling your services, selling your products, coming up with something, writing a book, launching a podcast, frick, writing a blog, posting on social media, like sharing your voice. It is a freaking vulnerable process right but I feel like can we just acknowledge all of that can you acknowledge all of the work can you acknowledge yourself for getting out of bed every freaking day I remember at the beginning of the pandemic I had this conversation with a client at the time and I said you know what can you just acknowledge yourself that you got up this morning and you made yourself a cup of coffee and you took your dog for a walk so from where I stand, you did three things already that were important for you. You got up, you filled yourself with something you like to drink. Hello, coffee. It's cool. Hello. Someone might say it's not good for you, but fuck, like your choice. And then you went for a walk. You went had fresh air. You tended to your dog. You cared for yourself and for somebody else. Like, guys, that's three things, ladies. Like, Hello. Like, hello, hello. <laughs> I 
like want to shake. Like I see this, like, yeah, sometimes I, I want to shake people. I think also, <laughs> you know what I think it might be is like, some of us set expectations too low and some set them too high and they just can't celebrate their achievements. Like I get so excited when I shower and wash my hair, then my hair looks good. And people say, wow, your hair looks good. And instead of saying, thank you, it's, oh yeah, thanks. I showered. Be proud that you showered and you, people are noticing that you washed your hair. I think, yes, drinking coffee, getting up, doing the things you need to do. It's those micro steps that gives you that momentum to move forward. And, you know, I've been at this for, you know, I almost 13 years. I've been an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur since forever, you know, being an entrepreneur within an organization. Like when I worked for Lululemon, I took my job very seriously and I treated it as if it was my own job, my own company. You know, when I was 12, I sold Avon. I went door to door selling makeup so I can afford lipstick and my own makeup. And I imported cigar box purses in from New York and sold them in the malls in Winnipeg when I was 18. Bagtown, hilarious. I actually have a couple I might be bringing back to Pemberton. But I think that we need to get out of our head and let our ego, you know, disappear for a bit so we can just do what we want and work towards making ourselves happy and not let the ego or imposter syndrome or the robber get in the way and make room for the cheerleader. Because yeah, like we just, I think we all put just too much pressure on ourselves. Yeah. And we just don't acknowledge when we hit like big milestones, right? Like I, um, you know, I shared that this week, like I was an entrepreneur before I jumped into my business and I created tremendous success for a different company. And I just shared that, like when we passed that eight figure mark, right, becoming an eight figure business, which was now I look back and I'm like, holy crap, that was huge. We didn't even celebrate. I can't even tell you when it happened. Like it was just always more, 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 right? Like never pausing long enough to anchoring in and being like, holy crap, that just happened, right? Like if I would go back to that moment now, I'd like pay myself to like buy like a freaking bottle of Dom Perignon for like everybody and be like, let's have a cheers here because that was a huge huge milestone for any business that would be a huge milestone, right? Like, and I think that we, we don't do that because we're so like drilled into our heads to always, you know, there's always room for improvement. There's always room to do better. There's always room to do more. There's always room to go faster. And yeah, we want to build momentum in our businesses. We want to get there, but also we want to do it in a way that as we walk down this path, we celebrate, we're proud of ourselves. We get better at turning the rubber into a cheerleader, right? Because when we do that, then when actually shit happens or criticism hits, I had an experience like that this week, which really like shuddered me. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I'm not sure that I'm ready to share all of it yet, to be honest. I, I have a lot of like, Anyways, it hit me really hard. It, it, I was told, essentially somebody told me that I'm not a best-selling author really. And anyways, that is a huge accomplishment that I became a best-selling author, that I wrote a book and I'm going to own that. And I would have looked back and if that would have been an experience, you know, maybe 14 months ago even, right? Like, or even 16 months ago, I probably would have been shattered and would have been like, yeah, you know, 
maybe a ride. And, you know, because it's not, I'm not a New York bestseller, right? Like I didn't, you know, sell a million copies, right? Like I would have let all that come in. And instead my response, I responded and I said, clearly you have a different perception, but I'm still listed on a bestseller list. And I'm gonna be owning that. And that was such a powerful pivot moment for me because I realized that all the work I've done on this, the imposter syndrome, all the mindset stuff, and I'll be bringing that into our program too, into Momentum. Like I'll be doing a lot of work with the people inside, not just on the business, but also really work with the individuals one-to-one on making sure that we're not creeping, you know, letting imposter syndrome and some of those blogs creep into our progress and owning those celebrations. So you know, that was just such a major like moment. And I walked away from this conversation while tremendously hurt. Also at the same time, proud of myself for owning my win, for owning my accomplishments, for standing in my own power and not letting anyone else's perception of that minimize what I have to offer. And that like, that's when in the brag bank. I'm proud of you. That's that's very big because, you know, it takes a while for us to build ourselves up and it just takes one bully to, you know, push us down. And you are a best-selling author. You are on those lists. But you know what? Regardless, you wrote a book. You know how much work goes into that? Yes, because you did it. And I did it too. And it's so much work. And I'm proud of you. And I'm proud of how you handle that situation because, you know, it's, you know, that those words hurt, words hurt. And I mean, I think it's so amazing how you were able to move through that and the way you handled it. And that, you know, those, those, of, the, those of us that are gonna be in momentum are gonna learn how to do the same because as we become more successful, we get more haters. I have friends who are like, I got a, a mean comment or I got on, on Instagram or I got an imposter account created on me. It's like, you're making it. People know who you are and they want to be you. They want to replicate you. They want to take you down. So how do we gracefully move forward in business and avoid the burglars and welcome the cheerleaders? Yeah. And do it for ourselves. Like do it for yourself. Right. And I mean, you know, I'm surrounding myself with amazing people like you're one of them. I have some other incredible like women in my life, like not gonna lie, like this week, I was so grateful, like even more grateful. Like, you know, you have that gratitude, but sometimes you feel it like so incredibly heightened. And I was like, I'm so grateful to also be surrounded by people where I can then have a conversation and be like, you know, this is what happened and here's how I felt. And to, to have that support as well. Right. And, and yeah, I navigated that well, but this having the support, knowing that I have to support, knowing that there's people who have my back is huge too, because it, it really helps us, right. Like to not like to stay on that consistent path, because even sometimes we can be strong in a moment and we fall afterwards. Right. The trick is really to be like, okay, no, no, no you're not a burglar, you're a cheerleader, I got this, like I can do this. And you're right at every level of business, right? Like at every level of earning, at every level of responsibility, we're going to be faced with situations that are going to be like, <gasps> okay, I'll leave. <laughs> yeah. And then we leave and we're like, oh my God, okay, this worked out. Jeez. 
<laughs> you know we what? And like know. we teach people how to leap. And I think this is a, you know, a good place to wrap up. But, you know, Teresa and I, we've been through it all and we still go through it, but we have the tools we need to navigate the darkness, to leap forward, to welcome the cheerleaders, to banish the burglars. And, you know, momentum is how it happens. Teresa, how can people learn more about momentum? Uh, you can head to Teresa Lambert coaching dash momentum slash. and also slash slash momentum. So Teresa Lambert coaching slash momentum saying that again, because uh, me and my uh, Jenglish <laughs> sometimes have issues and you're going to find loads of information right there. And also um, both Blair and I have links in our bios on our Instagram. So you can find it through that. Or if you have questions, connect with us on social and just reach out, send us a DM. If you want to have a chat with one of us or both of us, we're happy to, to jump on a call as well with you and, and chat about the program. If it's right for you, where you at, and if nothing else, it could be a really con, 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 a fun, <laughs> a fun coffee chat with Blair and I, but really, you know, um, we're happy to make some, make some time if you're interested and you want to chat with us to make sure that that is the program for you, hundred percent, just reach out to us. And we've already had people reaching out to us, wanting to meet with us. You know, if you like what we stand for and you want to elevate your business the way uh, we have, you know, bring it to a five figure a month and beyond do the epic shit that we do. You know, that's what it's all about. If you want, you know, like Teresa said, we'd love to have a coffee date with you. Um, and we just want to thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, banish the burglars, welcome the cheerleaders. And thank you for tuning in to Dissecting Success. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more. 